0: everybody, and welcome to Cold Cuts, the show where none of us have actually read the script until you, the viewer, see us receiving it on air. This episode was written by Joseph Blakely, based on a concept by Declan Grogan. In the not-so-distant future, a man dressed in black watches the end of the world, brought upon by an eldritch dragon. Years earlier, at a local high school, we are introduced to Vincent, a nonconforming senior who rambles the societal value of basket weaving, and Sam, an introverted freshman with no discernible traits, a black canvas. We follow these students as they begrudgingly and vacantly go through their daily school routines— One night, however, Vincent receives a visit from the mysterious man from the future. He claims to be a demon who wants to prevent the world from the upcoming apocalypse. He gives Vincent a set of instructions, gather a crew, make a play, save the world. With some resistance, Vincent recruits Sam for his quest and they, alongside Sam's new friend Rowan, meet at the Lighthouse, a neighborhood meeting spot for the strange denizens of the neighborhood. There they meet Chuck, another fellow high school student with the vibe of a 1950s crooner, and after some explanation, they all join in on Vincent's quest, and the race to put on the play begins. Welcome to day two of Day of the Greeks. Ooh! So, would love to introduce you to the cast. Cast. Tell us what character you're playing and what you think is going to happen in this episode based on what you based on what you remember from last episode. We ended on this cliffhanger where all the kids are like, this is weird, but let's do it anyway. Is the stranger really a demon, as he claims, or are we gonna find out there's something more to him than that? What's the connection between the apocalypse and this big evil corporation that happens to share its the same name and the same insignia of the Eldritch dragon that rises out of the ocean and What about poor Sam's shoes? That was such a moment this past episode. So first of all,
1: we have McKenna Ramsey. Hello. Hi. Hello, hello. Am I coming through loud and clear? Yes, I can hear you. Ah, good. Okay. I know I'm like, I wasn't, my character wasn't in last episode. So I'm like a little shy about introducing. I haven't even written it in my like thing. Okay, wait. Oh, you can just give it a name and say we'll be mysterious later. Okay. Her name is Veronica. And I have no idea what's going to happen this episode. I had a theories about Evangelion-style endings last time, so I'm going to follow that thread and just assume that if we aren't all <laughs> primordial soup by the end of the episode, that my whole theory has gone out the window. So if you
0: want to tell people what you mean by Evangelion ending, as far as I'm concerned, what the show came out in, what, 97? If you don't know what it is by this point, either turn off the Twitch... <laughs> and then boot it back up in in like two minutes or just be spoiled. But yeah, what do you mean by Evangelion for people who either haven't watched Evangelion or have and don't mind being spoiled or not knowing?
1: Well, Without spoiling as much as possible, I'll tell you that this means that Cold Cuts and Day of the Greek specifically will last for about 20 years. Everything we've written now based on some sort of episode that the writer is going through will be one way, then we'll have a reboot, and then we'll have a couple movies come out, and then there'll be a Netflix release after everyone spends years trying to buy the box set for $200 on eBay. So that's kind of the vibe I'm thinking. Without too many spoilers about what happens in Eva, that's about the route this show is going to take.
0: Okay, (laughs) if that's the case, we all need to renegotiate our contracts for royalties. So put a pin on that, everybody. Up next, we have Nina Nikolik, who does not have cheese this time.
2: No, I don't. I failed. I'm also really full from breakfast, so (laughs) I'll just be fake eating today. And as the stranger, I can confirm the stranger is indeed a scary demon thing who will basically, by the end of this series, just eat the planet Earth out of itself. Like, you're hungry, you want a snack, you need to eat to survive, you can't because the stranger ate it all and then set it on fire
0: So I'm kind of hearing a prediction that The Stranger might be the famine horse of the Four Horses. Yeah, exactly. That's fair and valid.
2: And it's like, yes,
0: I have approached these
2: kids to try to prevent everything, but also it's just a sick game that I'm playing because I just want to have a good time before the end of the metaverse.
0: So next question, do you think they drink the primordial soup that McKenna talked about? They have to,
2: otherwise they get set on fire.
0: (laughs) Fair point. (laughs) I'm very interested in seeing where that goes. Because the stranger is a stranger to us. Maybe they're an angel. Maybe they're not a demon at all. Who knows? Maybe they're just someone that thinks they're a demon. I don't know. You don't know either. The stranger is definitely an angel. I mean, that would tie in with McKenna's Evangelion theory. Exactly. <laughs> it's the, the original Lilith and Adam that came to seed the planet. <laughs> <laughs> I guess spoilers again for a 20-year-old series. Up next, we have Julia Orsborn.
3: You got it right. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, <sighs> finally. Yeah, you did it. I play Sam. I am still thinking that she either vaporized and just forgot her shoes or she is the Eldritch Dragon. I don't know what, but... Yeah. I mean, we could also go into like the Evangelion kind of theme and maybe she's piloting the Eldritch Dragon. That could be pretty cool. But that's about all I've got. Sam, get the dragon. Get the dragon. Your dad loves you.
0: Get the dragon or Rowan's going to have to do it herself.
3: No one else fits in it. They're too big. You're a child. You fit.
1: Oh. Yeah, that's about as the extent of my predictions. (laughs) I'm,
0: I'm sorry, <laughs> I need a oh God, oh God. The sad thing is, I could all of the predictions. Like, I know we're joking, but also they fit. They fit
3: so well. Everything goes back to Evangelion in the end.
0: Well, I don't want it to go too far into Evangelion because I don't know who owns the rights these days. But it's probably people that have more money than we do. Yeah, I don't want to get sued. So let's let's just file those numbers off. So. Up next, we have Crystal Lee.
4: Hello. I am also, I'm really hoping Sam is the Eldritch Dragon and that The Stranger's the famine horse. Also, when you said famine horse, the first thing that my mind jumped to was it's like the cousin of the hungry hippo, which makes no sense, but that's the way it goes. (laughs) The famine
0: horse is why the hippo is hungry.
4: Oh, no. (laughs) That's it. We cracked the code. Everybody go home. Um, yeah. Hi, I'm Crystal. Oh, my God. I play Ember and Bert. I don't know. It was on my little the tiny sheet I got. But I get if, if I play Bert, Bert hasn't appeared. Who knows? But Ember has appeared briefly and looks like she... It sounds like she's going to intern at the corporation that ends up being, like, the center of the whole, like, the world going to shit. What, what was it, like, Draco Corp or something? The one that makes the instant noodles? I love instant noodles. Oh, but it's called Draco, like dragon. So maybe the corp turns into... Maybe Ember turns into the eldritch... Maybe Maybe they're all the elder. Tra- guy. You know, what? I am out of theories. But my main theory from last time that I hope to get confirmation of this time is that the play that they're putting on is some kind of like weird ritual, like disguised as a play where they have like a they need like crowd involvement or something. And that, that's why they have to like make it look like a, I don't know. Pretty much anything goes because that, that was a wild ride. And I'm sure it's only going to get crazier. So, yeah, thanks. I-, I love the idea of play as ritual. That's a great Right. It was like, that's how if I had to stage a weird like eldritch ritual in the modern day without anybody asking questions, I would write it as a play.
0: Yeah. And I mean, it's avant garde high school kids. Nobody is going to be like, Mm -hmm. what? They're just going to be like, oh, it's just avant garde high school kids being avant garde high school kids. (laughs) I remember those days. Yes. Joseph in the chat wants to know how McKenna knows and a nose, by the way, is in all caps.
1: How do you know?
5: I don't know anything. Shh.
1: shh. I keep my secrets to myself. (laughs) I hear the cat yelling in the background. That doesn't sound (laughs) like you've kept secrets to the cat. The cat is holding me hostage. That's why I'm not allowed to tell you. Oh, should I call someone? Oh blink twice if I'm not safe, blink once if I am. Does it count if I say it out loud? I mean, <laughs> does your cat understand what you're saying? She's staring at me.
0: Oh no. Okay. So producers, can you intervene? Get McKenna away from, from Kitty, please. <laughs> I got a show to go on, but you're taken care of. We'll, we'll rescue you from Kitty. Up next, we have Delton Engle Sorrel. Hello.
6: Yeah, nothing's more reassuring than hearing, I've got a show to go on, but you've got, you've got, I you. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm really in love with the the, the play's ritual
0: mm-hmm.
6: theory. That one's pretty sick. Just invite the CEO up on the stage. And be like, it's a fake knife. It's not a fake knife. And then that's a good time. Oh. But I'm also really kind of hoping for a little bit of E.T. action with an eldritch dragon. <laughs> Just like we're going to send you home, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> Just we all ride off into the night on the dragon. I don't see this going any other way.
0: So that's the like more like the never ending story ending.
6: Yeah, it's that's Falcor's cousin Falcor. That's <gasps> what. That's what. They're far enough back. It's public domain, right? We can, <laughs> let's let's play. Which license are we stepping on? <laughs> <laughs>
4: License roulette.
0: Look, it's our original characters do not steal.
6: Mm hmm. Drowcore, little TM in the top right, top left, top right. I can read English.
0: And I don't know what's going on? So Vincent was the one that found Sam's shoes.
6: Yeah. Oh, yeah. I play Vincent. That's important and that's pertinent information. <laughs>
0: Very pertinent information. What do you think?
6: I have a question on why Vincent memorized Sam's shoes, because I'm pretty sure I met her yesterday. But you know what? I'm a perceptive. He's a perceptive guy. It works out.
0: Maybe Vincent's a sneakerhead. Sneakerheads would notice your shoes very quickly. So it's character depth.
6: I cannot confirm or deny because I don't want to reference some of my uh, little character sheet.
7: Mm.
0: Okay, but... (laughs) <laughs> I'll keep my lips sealed. And up next, we have Brando Crawford.
7: Yay. I'm excited. I have predictions. I'm looking at these relationships and I'm like, who's going to end up with who? That's 100% what's going through my mind. I don't care about the end of the world.
0: Oh, we got a shipper on deck.
7: I literally, I'm like theorizing like, okay, Sam, Vincent, Chuck, Love Triangle. I don't know, Maybe. <laughs> Maybe the stranger, maybe with someone. I don't know. Maybe the
3: dragon.
7: I'm just really excited. I'm really excited to find out who so I can like really like actually calculate whose team I'm on. Like, am I team Chuck or Vincent? Vincent has something to say. Team Bert, Ember. I would like to submit security
6: guard and grumpy teacher (sighs) as my ship for grumpy dynamic duo antagonists.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. 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 See, I I like Sam and Rowan.
3: Yeah. That was cute. Who
7: is Rowan? I forget Rowan.
3: Rowan is C's character.
0: Oh, yeah.
3: My BFF. Yeah. Remember they... Brand new.
0: (laughs) Like, because there was that moment where they had to put the divider between the classrooms and Sam was like, oh, when Rowan was like disappearing (laughs) behind the partition as it was being rolled out. And uh, I think Rowan was a little, a little blushy around yeah. Sam and vice versa earlier. So I'm start I kinda think Rowan Sam. Fully.
3: Honestly, I like the Eldritch Dragon and the Stranger, but that's just me. I was gonna say, give it the dragon
4: and the demon. Let's do it. D D
7: <laughs> definitely kinky. I like that. That's crazy. Oh. <laughs> what is going on? I'm into it. Definitely into it. Yeah. Definitely into the dragon thing. <laughs>
0: I like it. I like it. But I I love that you are being a shipper about this because that is such like a 1950s crooner kid thing to do. But also because once all of this is wrapped, I'm expecting you to like write fan fiction. And that would also include like AUs where any pairing that you don't approve of from the actual show, you can repair it yourself and make it your own and have some reclamation over the story in a transformative way. So I support this and I support you. Definitely.
7: Thank you very much much.
0: Of course, but also Sam Rowan forever.
7: Sam Rowan forever. Joe Blakely, wherever you are, I'm going to mispronounce your last name from now on. You're watching this.
0: I'm sorry.
7: <laughs> Joe, we are going to rewrite the story to whatever like my fantasies are. Okay. Hope it's cool. <laughs> I hope it's cool.
8: <laughs>
6: Just last episode, we start improvising like six different romances tying up. And he's like, this is in the script. What's going on?
0: <laughs> <laughs> and last but not least, we
8: have Rowan themselves, si C Chin. Hey guys, my name's C and I'm playing Rowan. And I'm super curious about this play. Like, I don't think, it didn't sound like um, Sam had like it completely done. So I was like, are they going to do improv? Is this going to be like a UCB yes and thing? Are they going to delve into that world or is it gonna be like a mad libs (laughs) like you just kind of fill in the blanks mad libs and then when crystal brought up the whole like ritual part i was like oh okay this is getting spicy let's
0: see uh from chat also my one true pairing is teacher number one with her career that's valid
8: yeah girl boss yeah yeah gaslight and gatekeeping
0: girl boss if the last episode is anything to go by.
8: All of the above.
0: So what kind of predictions do you have for this episode? Like, do you think we maybe see the beginning of the, the ritual that you're wanting to
8: see? Yeah, I hope so. I hope it has something to do with the play. I think that'd be really, really cool. I would love to see more of that.
4: <laughs> I'm entirely invested now in a Mad Libs ancient ritual dis- mm-hmm. like, disguised as a play. <laughs> I just love that. I want it. I almost feel like we're
0: kind of doing that right now. Yeah.
3: <laughs> We're just mad libbing the whole play.
0: <laughs> Sorry, Joe. Yeah, fun fact, no one actually receives a script here. We just to improvise and pretend that we have a script. I'm just kidding. We <laughs> we absolutely uh Joe Blakey is a real person. Oh, I forgot. I didn't do that second L that time. Good hey. good job. Good job, me and my inability to like word as much as I number.
6: <laughs> now we've got Brando to do it.
0: Yes, thank you. So just fun fact, Brando just overdubs me every time I have to say Joe's name. <sighs> thank you. Perfect voice match, by the by. You're just, you're so talented at voice matching. Good job, sir. So does anybody have any final predictions before you received your scripts tonight? Okay. Well, then, platform, please send in the scripts. Chat. Oh, chat. says Sam and the stranger become an item. Whoa. Interesting. And the Mm. ancient ritual is the ritual app and y'all get food. That would definitely make the stranger very happy. (laughs) Uh, So platform, please send in these scripts. Actors, when you receive it, please give a thumbs up. If if nobody in chat has any final predictions, I'm just going to start singing Cruel Angel Thesis to like back this. And nobody wants to hear me sing. I sing like a dead cat. But if anyone wants to join in. Ow, so. We said dead
9: cat, right? <laughs>
0: I don't have the words memorized except for the beginning part. Everyone has their, I don't, I'm not seeing all the thumbs up yet. I've got two, (laughs) three, four, five, six. Dalton, one more to go from chat. Improv, (laughs) it's fine. Uh, it's a fun fact, I was a professional improviser prior to COVID. So, so I'm, yeah, I do occasionally have an idea of what I'm doing. Delton, did you receive your script?
6: Yes, I did.
0: Oh, perfect. <laughs> All right. And I expect this episode, Delton, that you are going to serve us with as many wonderful foley mouth noises as you did last time. That was great. <laughs>
3: yes. <laughs>
0: I appreciate you. I'm drinking a lot of water for this. (laughs) Chapter two, Goddamn Pirates. Exterior, abandoned church, night. Sam and Chuck walk over to a church late at night.
7: Uh, This is the place.
0: This is the place?
7: Yep, we'll find him here.
0: Interior, church basement, night. Sam and Chuck enter the basement of a church. It has been converted into a den of grunge bands, hipsters, and God knows what. Everyone smokes. That's him. Chuck points over to a cards table where a cluster of people have been gambling. A lanky dude with dark hair wearing various rings sits at the center of a table simultaneously holding his own in a game and yelling obscenities in various languages. This is Bert. Bert looks up and recognizes Chuck. He gives a look that equally matches recognition and confusion. Hey, baby! Cut to exterior, abandoned church, night. Bert, in a black trench coat, joins Sam and Chuck outside. Chuck wears his sunglasses. Bert checks his phone. Sam and Chuck watch him. Uh, just
4: checking something. Mom's getting home from work late tonight, so I've got a bit of time.
7: All right, so yeah, the, um...
4: Yeah, the, yeah, a work of art to, to save the world.
7: That's the idea.
4: All right, well, what makes you think the world is worth saving? I'm sorry, who is this? Oh,
7: Sam, this is Bert.
4: Bert lights a cigarette. I'll take walks in the park a few blocks from here. No cell reception there, so free distraction. I listen. The birds. The trees. But I haven't fully found something yet. Really now? God. Brahmin. The transcendent. I, you know, I <clears throat> i want to connect with that.
7: Join our mission, then.
4: I, I, I am open to this. But I must admit I have motivations of my own. Eh? And if they stand in the way of... Shit! A shadow passes by and startles Bert. A car. A raccoon.
3: Oh, God. What was that about?
4: I'm sorry. I thought I saw a bear. <laughs>
3: A bear? Ugh, I,
4: I suffer from orsophobia. The, the fear of bears.
3: I don't think that's the official oh, name. Oh, oh, it. oh it, well, it's official.
4: It's official. It's a, it's a completely irrational fear, but <clears throat> we, we all have our weaknesses. Um, I will help you. And in turn, I hope to find serenity as you
3: have. Serenity?
4: Yeah, until then, I must, I must go.
0: <clears throat> Bert runs into the distance and frame in a rather cartoony, dramatic exit, vanishing into the shadows. That's our crew guy? Chuck takes off his sunglasses and smiles. That's our crew guy. Interior, English classroom, day. O'clock. Students write in notebooks in an English classroom. A substitute teacher looks at his phone, not paying attention. The door is still open. A student in the far back of the classroom reading the baquet leisurely. She wears a bandana. This is Veronica. Vincent almost enters the classroom, but notices the substitute. He looks at Veronica. Veronica sees him. She smiles and gestures him to sneak in. Interior, English classroom, day. The same classroom a few minutes later. I don't know, Vincent. Uh,
6: Come on. How many plays have you done now?
0: This is our last
5: semester here. Our last chance to not stress out about everything. You want to throw that away? I'm not throwing anything
6: away. I need to do this. That's
5: exactly what I'm saying. Do this, do that. You don't need to do anything.
6: That's not what I'm saying. I need to, you know, I need...
5: They're getting to to you, Vincent. you're buying
0: into it. That's how they brainwash you. Brainwash? Keep your voices down. This is not a free period. Sorry. Vincent looks toward the substitute and sees the stranger outside the classroom. Vincent's eyes widen. The stranger points at his wristwatch. What is it?
6: Uh, what is what?
0: What are you looking at? Veronica turns to the direction of the stranger. She doesn't see him.
6: <laughs> I'm not looking at anything.
0: You're... Looking at something. I'm not. Why are you nervous?
6: <laughs> I'm not. I'm not nervous.
0: Why would I be nervous? Veronica pauses for a second. You're bored.
6: I'm bored.
0: Yes. I'm not bored.
5: Yes, you're bored. You're worried that if you aren't doing something useful for a single moment, what? That's how they get you, Vince. It's all about hard work and achievement, right? They tell you to be productive for the sake of being productive. And then you work and work
0: and work and then boom! You're 70 years old and you've wasted everything. Vincent looks at the stranger who starts banging the door. No one hears it.
1: This is
6: not about... What, what have I been smoking?
0: Veronica looks at the substitute. He doesn't pay attention. The stranger bangs the door again, and Vincent reacts. (laughs) Again, no one hears it.
6: Veronica. Veronica? This is serious. The world is in real danger.
0: You're
5: in danger.
6: We can pay you. What? Like, a little bit. I don't...
5: You're completely missing what I'm trying to say.
6: Keep your voices down. Sorry.
0: Won't happen again. (laughs) Okay,
6: okay, okay. I'm sorry,
0: Veronica stares him down. Vincent takes a breath.
6: (sighs) Look, you know me. I don't care about any of this shit. I'm ready to get out just as much as you. But this, this is something I want. I want to do something that means something. And I want to do it with you.
5: Vincent, we don't have a lot of time left.
6: I know.
0: And this is what you want? Yeah. Veronica looks at Vincent. (sighs) Okay. Okay. Vincent holds Veronica's hand. Veronica looks at him. What's wrong? What do you mean? You're afraid.
6: Afraid? <laughs> afraid of what?
0: I don't know. Veronica and Vincent smile at each other. The stranger outside walks away impatiently. Interior, Graymore Classroom, day. <whistles> a clock again. Sam glances at the clock. She takes notes in her notebook with an assigned class group. At another group, Ember shares a picture on her phone with a friend. He's so cute. Phones away! Sam's group leaves her alone. She starts doodling. Actors, characters, costume designs, story ideas. The words in her textbook scramble in her brain and turn into lines of dialogue from the script. In the next classroom over, Rowan also takes notes in her notebook.
8: Now, I want three primary sources and three secondary sources. Online, I recommend. We move between Sam and Rowan, both
0: watching the clock, struggling to pay attention in class and doodling notes about their play in the, caf- in the notebooks. Interior, Graymore Cafeteria Hallway, day. Sam selects items for lunch at her cafeteria. Once again, no tray. She waits until no one is watching and escapes the cafeteria. Sam sees Rowan stealthily standing by a wall near the end of the hallway. Snuck out of class. Study hall. Exterior, Graymore hallway, day. Sam and Rowan sit at the same corner of the hallway where Vincent attempted to recruit Sam. They giggle and subsequently try to keep their
8: voices down. I still don't understand what Vincent's trying to do with this play.
3: That's not the line. It goes... How do you
8: know it that quickly?
3: I told you, I went over the script again today.
8: Jeez, up a rate, you should be the one performing.
3: <laughs> oh, no.
8: But you know my whole part. You probably have the whole play memorized at this point.
3: <laughs> well, I have to, don't I? Don't worry, I'm not a genius.
8: Hey, no pressure. A school guard passes by and stops. Do you have a
7: class you're supposed to be in? Study hall. Well, you shouldn't be in the hallway.
3: Okay, we'll just move.
7: no. Move. You need to be in a classroom.
3: Okay, we'll go back. Sam
0: and Rowan start to walk away. The school guard follows them. He continues to follow them. Sam and Rowan look at each other. Rowan and Sam slowly arrive at the door to Rowan's study hall. Rowan starts to walk in. Sam stops. Rowan looks at Sam. The school guard watches. This
7: is not your classroom?
0: Sam stands silent, not knowing what to say. All right, come with me. Sam follows. Interior, Sam's living room. Day. Sam's mother listens on a phone. Sam is in the room. Detention? For what? Missing attendance.
3: It was lunch.
0: Okay. Okay. Thank you. Sam's mother hangs up the phone.
8: She turns to Sam. I get it. But you don't need to be getting into trouble for this. Mom. It's small.
3: I don't have anyone to sit with. My friends are in different classes. I was having lunch with my friend.
8: I don't want you getting into trouble, Sam. I don't want this to add up. Your father and I can't have that.
3: It's stupid.
8: Is there a way you can get it passed for-
3: They won't allow it, Mom.
8: I know how you feel, okay? But there's not much you can do right now. Mom. You just need to push through it, all right? It'll be different in college.
3: I don't want to wait that long. I'm tired of waiting.
8: You're going to have to wait a little longer. You owe it to your future self. (sighs) All right. We're on the same team, okay? Don't forget that. Okay. Sam
0: gives a hint of a smile. Exterior, Jeffrey's yard. Day. Day. Sam, Vincent, and Chuck all stand heroically in a green yard with the wind blowing in their faces. Chuck wears sunglasses. In front of them, a large tent stands in the yard.
3: So this is our last one.
0: Last one.
3: Is he gonna come out?
0: Yeah,
7: he'll come out.
3: Do we wanna go in?
7: And invade his privacy? Come on, Sam. Sorry. You don't need to be sorry. I don't feel anything.
3: You don't feel anything?
7: I feel chill, classy, all the time.
3: Sounds exhausting. They wait a bit longer. Sam sits down in the grass. Why are you wearing sunglasses? It's 30 degrees.
0: It's a style choice.
3: A moment of silence. This guy, Jeffrey, he's not weird, like...
7: Weird? Jeffrey?
6: Nah, he's not weird at all. He's cool. Dress me. Totally chill. Okay, he's coming out now. Totally normal.
0: Jeffrey emerges from the tent in slow motion, long hair blowing in the wind. He wears a Pink Floyd t shirt or maybe a Grateful Dead t shirt. Flash Gordon esque music accompanies his entrance. Jeffrey smiles at Vincent in a goofy grin. Vincent smiles back, also in a goofy grin. Lights, sound, magic. Jeffrey smiles a big, ridiculous smile and nods his head enthusiastically. He then lifts a bag of Christmas lights and a foghorn. He blows into the foghorn and gives a thumbs up.
9: Ooh.
0: Ah, ah. Interior, the lighthouse, afternoon. Sam enters the lighthouse and struts down to the recreational area. In the recreational area, Vincent and Jeffrey use crayons to draw up a lighting and sound plan. Sam sits across from them. Veronica lays on the couch, putting her feet up against Vincent. She reads her script. Veronica turns and sees Sam. Sam smiles at Veronica. Veronica smiles back.
3: I'm Sam. Hi, I'm Veronica. You're acting in the show? Uh, yes. I guess I am. Vincent says you're going to Northwestern next year. You must be really smart. I don't know.
0: Maybe. (laughs) A
3: long pause.
0: You want to get high? Exterior, the lighthouse, night. Veronica and Sam share a blunt in front of the cafe. But I'm telling you, man, once they sail off into that sunset, they, they never come back.
3: You don't keep in contact with your friends in college?
5: I try to. I ran into a friend I used to smoke with at the spot at college visiting randomly. Didn't even recognize me.
3: She came over, stared directly at me,
5: put down her bag and froze. She then said the strangest thing. She said, I need to recharge. And then she left the room like, what? (laughs) 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 And and that's what I'm saying. You've got to escape that. Be you, you know?
3: Uh, that's not helpful. What do you mean? What do you mean? It's not useful. I can't use that. I can't do that. Why not? You don't... You're not, like...
0: Sam stops herself. Veronica scans her. Hey! Veronica stands up on the table, almost losing her balance. Aww. Get on the table. What? Yes, up, 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 up. Sam notices a few people from inside are looking at them.
3: They're looking at us. Why wouldn't they be looking at us? Hello!
1: What? <laughs> with me, with me, Sam.
3: Hello, fuckers!
1: <laughs> Sam
0: almost gets up on the table, then sits back down.
3: I can't. I can't. Oh, come on, Sam!
0: Vincent enters.
6: Hey, guys, come inside. I gotta show you something.
0: <sighs> Vincent, come on. Get on the table with me. Veronica grabs Vincent's hand and twirls herself.
6: Ver- Veronica? Veronica?
0: Vincent, come on! <laughs>
6: <laughs> Veronica, you goddamn pirate. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Let's go inside. (laughs) I gotta show you something.
0: Interior, lighthouse, back room, night. Vincent leads Veronica and Sam into a large back room with what appears to be a stage. There are also a ton of chairs. Vincent flips the switch and the lights turn on.
6: This is it.
0: Sam and Vincent observe the space. Sam sits on the edge of the stage, looking up toward the house.
5: Wow. How did you get this?
6: We talked to the owner. 100 seats in five weeks, every chair will be filled. Now, this is what I was thinking.
0: She sees a small hole in the ceiling. Light shines through. Transition to interior, lighthouse backroom, day. The same hole in the ceiling. It is now covered up. The back room of the lighthouse has been converted into an indoor proscenium stage with mics and lighting equipment. Sam, Veronica, Chuck, and Rowan play on the stage, rehearsing improvised scenes and smiling. Bert surveys the stage, and Jeffrey rushes to the booth to play with the new equipment. Vincent stands in the back of the room. The stranger stands behind him, scanning his wristwatch and
9: eating from a bowl of noodles.
6: How much time do we have left?
9: Four weeks.
6: Can we finish the show by then?
9: We'll need to.
6: What are you thinking?
0: The stranger sighs. He gestures toward the stage. Uh,
9: this is a bit too much. It's too, too much? What do you mean it's too much? A stage? It's too much.
6: You said this show has to save the world.
9: Yes, I did.
6: Then this show has to be huge, right? It has to reach a lot of people. I mean... It has to be the biggest,
9: most momentous thing that's ever happened here. I mean, those are the stakes, right? Those are the stakes. I just think the stage is a bit too much. It's a play. Where would you put it? You can't have a play without a stage. Vinny, Vinny, come here. Breathe a bit, huh? Just just let me do my thing and everything's going to work out.
6: <laughs> you said that I'm the one who has to change things. It's my responsibility, right? You threw this on me.
9: Have a little faith, Vincent.
6: I'm trying my best here. You said we got to put on a play to save the world and I'm going to do that, okay? And it's going to be groundbreaking, revolutionary, just like you wanted. I just need to...
0: Vincent rushes past the stranger over to Jeffrey, who stands with a cardboard box of makeshift lighting and sound equipment.
9: Vincent, you're not listening to me. All right, Jeffrey, what do you got for me?
0: Jeffrey starts to pull items out of his box one at a time, with Vincent naming them off. Vincent! Vincent!
6: You got Foley sounds, you got flashlights, you got strobe lights, you got lava lamps, you got walkie-talkies, you got exercise balls, you got a sandwich? Wait, exercise balls. For what?
0: Jeffrey makes a face and simulates a body-lifting motion with his arms.
6: For exercise.
0: Jeffrey nods his head vigorously. Brilliant. Sam walks over to her phone sitting on the stage. She sees that she's gotten a text. The stranger rolls his eyes and growls. He conjures a few pages of paper and shoves them over to Vincent.
9: I need a moment. There you go. More script pages. I'm gonna step outside and order some more food. Are you taking orders? No.
0: He walks out. Sam
9: opens her phone and sees her text.
0: It's from her mom. Got a call from your teacher. You've been missing assignments? Sam puts her phone away. Uh, Hey, Sam. Sam goes up to Vincent.
6: I need to run a few things, but uh, we need binders. Can you take the Fiat and just get them really quick? I can give you my keys.
0: Yeah, yeah, I can take them. Vincent gives Sam his keys. Sam makes her way to the exit of the stage. She looks at her phone again. Call me. Sam visibly becomes anxious. She waits until she gets out of sight of the stage and leans on the wall. She tears up and starts to have a panic attack. Rowan, Bert, and Chuck all come to check up on her. Sam, everything all right? I'm, um, I'm, I need to.
4: Hey, 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 we'll go with
0: you, hmm? Bert and Rowan hold Sam's hand and walk outside to the car. Chuck follows. Exterior, the lighthouse. Day. Chuck, Bert, and Rowan all join Sam in the Fiat. Bert in the front passenger seat. Chuck, in sunglasses, sits in the back seat behind Bert and Rowan in the back seat behind Sam. Sam tries desperately to avoid an anxiety attack.
3: Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. What's wrong? My parents. My grades. The Source Project. I just need to get the binders.
7: It's all right, Sam.
0: Relax. Chuck holds Sam's hand. Rowan joins and Bert follows. Sam tries to breathe.
7: One thing at a time, baby girl.
0: Sam starts to relax. One thing at a time. There you go. Sam gets her breath back. Okay. 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 They all release their hands. Sam starts the car. I got this. I got this. I got this. Sam moves the car forward just in time for the stranger to walk in front of the car. (laughs) Boom! Ah. The stranger gets hit hard and rolls over the Fiat, hitting the pavement behind them. Holy shit! Vincent comes outside the lighthouse directly after hearing the collision. He stops himself before moving any further and looks around nervously. He locks eyes with Sam inside the car and freezes. What have I done? Bert leaps out of the Fiat to the back of the car where the stranger landed. The stranger is missing. Uh, what the shit? Chuck calls
4: out from inside the Fiat.
7: Is he alright?
4: Uh, he's gone!
0: <laughs> what do you
7: mean he's gone?
4: Uh, he's gone. Like, 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 gone.
7: Well, that's ridiculous.
4: No no, 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 I'm telling you, he's full-on like Obi-Wan Kenobi, just, just
0: gone. Chuck stops for a moment. He gets out of the Fiat to see for himself. Chuck, unfazed, stares at where the stranger should be. He still wears his sunglasses. One, he looks under the car. Two, then to the pavement. Three, and finally in the trunk. He then immediately walks away and gets back into the Fiat. Sam sits petrified in the driver's seat. Chuck enters the car, back in his old seat.
3: What have I done? What have I done? What have I done?
0: Chuck takes off his sunglasses and holds Sam's shoulder.
7: Well, um, it looks like you killed him.
0: (gasps) Oh my god. Sam yops and buries her head in the steering wheel. Chuck pats her shoulder. After Bert joins Chuck and Sam in the car, Vincent moves forward to inspect the back of the car. The stranger's body is still there. He crouches down and pokes him with a nearby stick. The stranger pulls his torso up quickly and stares at Vincent. He silently glares at Vincent with malice. The stranger's feet sprout into large, furry hooves. He stands up and rips out of his clothes, revealing a large, furry body. (coughs) His head grows fur and two long horns. Vincent stares in shock. Now a large goat man. The stranger squares off Vincent. (coughs) The stranger grabs the pages of the script, growls at Vincent, and devours the pages. (coughs) No! The stranger leaps away and starts running down the street, completely naked. <laughs> Vincent chases after him. Chuck and Bert watch from within the car in confusion. We need you! Come! Come back! We need you! The stranger stops and turns around to face Vincent. He smiles mischievously and snaps his fingers. He gives him the middle finger and vanishes into thin air. Oh no! End of episode two. <laughs> <laughs>
9: My God, I,
6: I get you're hungry, but no. You're
4: not you when you're hungry.
6: <laughs> That's a license we definitely don't have.
4: Did Didn't I give you the script?
2: And then I took it back and ate it. Is that what just happened? Your food wasn't coming fast enough. Surely the stage wasn't that offensive, right? My Uber Eats didn't come fast enough. That's what happened. If the Uber Eats was on time, you wouldn't
9: have run me over. Oh, my God. You
3: know how to drive? She's a freshman.
4: Oh, no. What's? I wonder how Chuck was just like, all right, well, you killed him. <laughs> that uh, so was like also under the
1: influence she just had a snap. Yep.
7: <laughs> I'm pretty sure Joe Blakey was under the influence when he wrote this, uh, Joe can you <laughs> reply in the chat? what is going oh, through your brain? Boy. I enjoy it. It's great. But what is going on?
0: <laughs>
6: so we all heard me in the beginning predict that the demon eats the script and turns into a goat, right? We heard yeah, me yeah. say that.
0: I, oh, I, totally. <laughs>
2: <laughs> we had the call on the horse situation.
6: There are hooves. Those are hooves.
4: Those are hooves. That was yeah. a thing.
0: It's close because it's still a hooved mammal, but I, horses don't have cloven feet.
4: Oh, okay. Ah. But a four-legged hoofed animal uh harbinger of the apocalypse. like we're close. We're close. Yeah, there's a it's a Venn diagram.
0: When we got
6: to that part where he transforms and he like screams, I knew it was gonna be a scream, but all I could see because it says B A A A A, I could just hear like
9: ah
4: I just didn't have it in me in the moment. Because I was like, what? Let's hear your best goats. Yeah. Goat is
6: mine? Or yours? Demon goat. Demon goat.
4: Oh, that's good. Doughton can do it
0: better and y'all can dub it. No, it's good because it sounds like an actual like bleat. <coughs>
4: yeah, exactly. <coughs> oh, that does sound like a demon
2: goat. <coughs> it's just going to be the <laughs> the outtakes. It's just everyone going. <coughs> <coughs> that'll be the outro
1: this week it'll be the outros all of us
6: fun fact I did goat greetings for a San Francisco nonprofit where they just take a video of a goat and we dub a message over it in a goat voice so it's like
1: hi Diane just wanted to wish you a happy birthday (laughs) oh my god that's so good I want that job and I want it right now
6: get you in touch with somebody
0: Yeah, if they have any need for other voice actors, you know a whole bunch of them mm-hmm. in this chat right here.
6: And now we have a contact sheet.
2: Also, Jeffrey's the cutest and I love him. And I can like see him in my mind exactly what mm-hmm. he would look like. Like I would be
3: able to cast that man.
0: Oh, Jeffrey was, Jeffrey's glorious.
3: I don't <laughs> yeah. know if I can picture Jeffrey any other way than just you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Wait, which you
2: is?
6: The the ambiguous you. And just
2: me with like a goatee and like a little...
1: <laughs> and and a little bit bushier. How soon until we start introducing costume on our own time, where we have mustaches on one side, <laughs> we have hats. Like, as soon as Brando put on the sunglasses, I was like, I'm in heaven. This is perfect. It's the It was the little piece that made everything perfect for me. And my favorite line came from the Czech character. Like, well, it looks like you killed him. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah.
0: That, that was great. Just <laughs> was so good. great line delivery there. Right. That's so perfect.
1: (laughs) Sam is the Shinji of this story. (laughs) Get in the car, Sam. Get in the robot, Sam. Get in the Eldritch Dragon. Let's get high. You're going to get high. And then you're going to (laughs) go.
9: I've never had
6: a better time.
0: Look, I don't want to be a conspiracy theorist, but Sam and Shinji both begin with S and like their love interest, Ray and Rowan both begin with R. I
6: like that you're just taking this as fact to use in other speculation now. It's obvious that Sam and Rowan go together. This can be used This as... Clearly. I've never...
0: <laughs> well, I was going to add that as one of the questions was, Brandon, out, we've introduced more characters. Have your shipping dynamics changed any? I
7: was actually hoping that they would. However, I'm just kind of confused 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 about like what is going to happen romantically in the script. I'm definitely speculating a lot more and there's just so many more possibilities. I think I'm going to need to sleep on it though. I
3: don't know. Um, I don't know if I'm expecting anything romantically at this point. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like the apocalypse isn't the greatest time. If anything, I expect romances to fall apart.
2: They're high
1: schoolers.
3: Fair. It's true.
1: They're
2: teens at the end of the... But the Damon goat just got a few steps closer to the dragon six, so...
4: Oh my God. Yeah. No, no, like a la Shrek, like yes. donkey. Donkey! <laughs> <gasps>
0: oh my gosh. There's precedent. The
1: combination of furries <laughs> and scalies coming together as
4: oh one, two communities. God. I can't
1: wait <laughs> for the fully narrated by Meredith, fully voice acted by Nina, singular scene or Nina <laughs> plays both. <laughs> I can't wait. That's an episode from Evangelion, too, I'm sure. Oh and gosh. that's how we save the world. Love. I really hope
0: that someone draws fan art of this.
1: It's happening right now. If it's not in SFW...
6: That pulls up tablet.
0: Like, let us know because we can. I can send it oh. to ah!
1: Platform and have them post it. <laughs> I'm ready. It's happening. You can hear me plugging it in. We're drawing the fan art. Nina,
6: I've never had a better time. Someone telling me they weren't going to buy me food.
4: I'm doing it! I'm doing <laughs> it! McKenna's like, funny you should mention fan art. I'm like, just about done. <laughs> yeah, do it. Uh, I've yes. been
1: this whole time.
0: <laughs> if it's SFW,
4: I'm sure Platform would be very happy to
0: post it. If it's in SFW, send it to me. You know my email. <laughs>
6: We have a Google Doc. Don't forget this. We have a Google Doc.
1: i to the Google Doc.
6: Nina, I've never had a better time having someone tell me they aren't going to get me food.
2: (laughs) I just don't know how y'all knew that I had so much in common with the stranger. Because like when I was a kid, eating a bowl of dry noodles was like my thing. Oh, yeah. Yeah, because it's delicious. When I was playing Pokemon, it was like the thing. You just put the powder on top and you just eat the dry noodles. Oh, yeah. I don't know why that was a thing, but...
7: Have you ever, like, been hit by a car and turned into a goat?
2: And, bitch,
3: I love dragons. Have you seen how hot they are? Like, twice. Yeah. Like, how did you know that... I had to be sent to a special classroom as a child because I doodled on everything. And they had to give me an individualized teacher to make me stop. It's perfect.
6: We love it.
3: And I love visual effects. That's my other thing. It's like a
2: kink of mine. Like technical art, visual effects. Like
4: all of those things. I'm literally Stranger Jeffrey in real life. (laughs) Stranger Jeffrey? Oh my God. No, forget Hogwarts houses. Forget MVTI. Where are you on this cast list? Are you more Stranger? Are you more Jeffrey? Are we feeling Sam? I relate
0: heavily to Bert.
4: The dragon.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Bert, Team Bert.
4: Poor Vincent,
0: though. Everywhere
2: Vincent turns, it's just.
0: I relate so much to Bert. I spend a lot of time in the forest afraid of bears wonder yeah afraid of bears that <laughs> I love how he just like that's a car that's that's a bear but it was a car I am so terrified of the bears that don't live in East Texas but I, I'm still terrified of them. Like, I'm just, I'll, I'll be like wandering around the park and I'm like, I really hope a bear doesn't come by. And I was like, you lit- there's no bears. He, like, I should be afraid of like pumas. We have pumas. We have alligators. We have like snapping turtles the size
1: of hubcaps. But like, just. I was gonna say, this is like being afraid of sharks when you're in a indoor swimming pool. Yeah. But they could fit in the deep end. They could. They could fit. They die. But they could. And when you jump off that diving board. yeah. Okay. <laughs>
6: How long?
3: (laughs) Like, I'm pretty sure there's sharks in lakes and rivers in Indiana.
0: So my friend wrote a story about a killer animatronic shark. Uh, So I'm actually more afraid of like robot sharks than I am actual sharks. Oh, robot shark. That's fair.
6: That play was poggers. But now I have to tell you about my (laughs) robot shark. (laughs) (laughs)
2: people think that Australia is like so dangerous with our wildlife and stuff but when I was living in California I did not expect to go for a to go for a hike and then see this massive sign that's like here's what to do if you see a mountain lion and I'm like
6: what well just because (laughs) we give warnings about it doesn't mean we're more dangerous
2: but it means to expect
0: to them and have contingencies. I will say Australia does do a good job of properly warning you. One of my favourite signs that I saw there was when I went to Phillip Island and I saw the fairy penguins. There are signs about like everywhere. Check under your car before you leave so you don't accidentally roll, run over a penguin.
5: Oh
2: yeah, yeah, <gasps> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they'll go wandering for food and stuff. Yeah, little, little yeah. nuggets. They're Aww. so adorable.
0: They're so cute. But no, Australia does a very good job of taking care of its animals through signage. Aww. I'd boom my pen- I would too. <laughs> Sorry, I was reading chat.
1: I love spiders. I love giant spiders. I want more giant spiders in my life. I feel like the bigger the spider, the less I'm oh. scared. Oh. The little spiders, you know, like little jumping spiders, they're like this big. I do like them. They're very cute. But when I see one and they do that thing where they're on your hand and you watch them go and they try to jump in your mouth versus ah! a big spider, it ain't going to jump nowhere. I'm going to throw the thing like a football. It's got gravity. Like, bye. And also, they're Man. cute and soft and fuzzy. <laughs> No, no. Yeah,
2: get we go. Just, just, just a. I am not trying that with a huntsman next time. There is no chance. Did you say a huntsman? They're too fucking fast. Kiss
1: the huntsman, become one.
6: No, don't fuck with huntsman spiders.
1: <sighs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, but they're big. They have weight. Kick it. Just punt it.
6: I don't like spiders that are big enough that when you like squish they get squished. I, you try not to squish them, but if they're really asking for it.
2: Yeah, no, I can't do it.
6: But if they're big enough that they cause sound waves...
0: Please, no, stop! Ah! Speaking of suffocation...
6: Sorry, chat.
0: Anyone have any final
1: thoughts or predictions? Speaking of suffocation... I think that Veronica's going to get everybody high. She's going to go to Sam's parents. She's going to get them high, and everyone's going to chill out, and this will resolve. She's going to get the stranger high, and everyone's going to be chill. This is totally going (laughs) to (laughs) work. The stranger's just like...
3: That's my prediction. <laughs> I am uh-huh. just killed a man while driving talk to- like under the influence and I'm pretty sure she does not have a license.
4: <laughs> I'd like to predict that the stranger gets hit by a car for a third time based on <laughs> 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 Seems like there's a pattern going here and I just it's yeah.
0: It's a rule of comedy that it, that it does come in threes cuz 3 is an inherently funny number. So.
6: The stranger got run over by a dragon.
0: But I'm in mean, going off what you just said, McKenna. I think that everyone but Chuck is gonna get high because Chuck totally strikes me as the kind of guy that goes, "No thanks, I'm cool. I'm high on life." And everyone is just
1: like, "Wow." Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, baby. <laughs> or Chuck's permafried and he knows he can't go back there. Once he's in the hole, he's never
6: coming out. I don't know if Vincent would need something <laughs> or if like <laughs> this experience. I don't know if this experience has, like, put Vincent off of this stuff. We all know why Chuck wears
7: sunglasses. He's definitely always high.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so much, everybody, for joining us tonight. This was a very, very, very delightfully chaotic experience. Thank you so much to everyone who is watching. Don't forget that we are a Twitch affiliate. So hit that subscribe button. Show us some love every week. Cold Cuts is based on an original idea by our writing partner, Declan Grogan, with Music 5 and Torciello. Torsiello. Day of the Greeks is written by Joseph Blakey. We do this every Saturday and every Tuesday. The videos are posted on YouTube and the audio is available on all streaming platforms. Make sure to follow us on all social media at Platform Prodco, P-L-A-T-F-O-R-M-P-R-O-D-C-O for more and we will see you again next week. <laughs>